Leo Dershowitz stood in front of his painting and frowned. It wasn't quite right. He had a firm image in his head of what he wanted, and this wasn't it. The color was wrong, and the shading was off. Yeah, that was it, the shading. The problem was that the clear image in his head was fading, becoming hazy around its edges, amorphous. Which meant only one thing. He must be scabbing over again. He hated when that happened. Leo looked down at his right arm, which hung over a white plastic bucket, inside of which was splattered with blood. His blood. Sure enough, the gash in his forearm was threatening to close. The steady flow of blood was nearly being cut off by a thick, congealing scab. Using a very clean surgical knife, Leo deftly flicked away the scab, which broke off and fell with a splash into the bucket itself partly filled with a finger or two of his own hemoglobin. Now, once again, sweet blood pumped freely from the gash just below his elbow, flowing rapidly over the many horizontal scars that lined the inside of his arm. Leo always thought the scars looked like piano keys. Even though he had performed many such bloodletting rituals before, the sight of so much blood at once gripped him briefly with nausea and an old fear the fear of dying. What if I bleed too much this time? What if I pass out and never awaken? Leo knew the answer. If he passed out while bleeding, there was a very good chance he would never awaken, that he would bleed to death. Then don't pass out. Good idea. But Leo had learned long ago to ignore such inhibiting fears. He had to ignore them, because the moment he began to bleed, the moment the life force flowed from his wounds, a magnificent vision would appear, a vision that hovered tantalizingly in his mind's eye. Clear as day! A vision that only lasted for as long as Leo would bleed. And now, as the blood dripped steadily from his dangling fingertips, the vision, which had been losing its sharpness with the congealing of his blood, came starkly back into focus. Leo had a painting to do. He touched the tip of his paintbrush to his palette, rolled it gently, applying the perfect measure of light desert auburn mixed with pure white, and turned to the half-finished painting before him. And for the next hour or so he transferred the burning image of his mind to the canvas, twice more knocking away the damnable coagulating scabs. And when the painting was done, when the bucket was splattered with his blood, Leo nearly wept at the painting's beauty. Seven years ago, Leo Dershowitz discovered his artistic muse. It came, quite literally, with a bang. Seven years ago, the now very famous artist Leo Dershowitz would be the first to admit that he had been just a very average artist. None of his work stood out. He had been twenty-eight years old, and he was miserable. By this age he was supposed to have been a famous artist, right? In the least he was supposed to have his own art gallery or a line of greeting cards. Due to his predisposition for laziness, Leo had decided early on in life that he would become a professional artist. This was back in junior high, back when he was already sick to death of hearing his damn alarm clock going off each morning.
It was on such a morning, after having pressed the snooze button for the umpteenth time, that he decided that he was going to find an occupation in which he never had to wake up early again. An occupation in which he could sleep in as long as he wanted. An occupation in which he made his own hours. Having just made the bus and looking down at the fairly simplistic-looking Latin American painting on his Spanish textbook, Leo was struck with an idea. He too would become a painter. After all, he enjoyed creating. And didn't his second-grade teacher Mrs. Garth once say that a finger-painting of his had been fairly good? She had indeed. Most importantly, though, Leo was fairly certain painters could sleep in as late as they wanted. He never looked back.